Welcome to A Star Witness. Hello everyone, this is Kayla bringing another episode and today we are going to be covering the topic of Thanksgiving and how we should really be celebrating that holiday. But before we get into that, let's say a word of prayer so the Lord will be with us as we discuss this and with that let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for another day of life. Lord, we have so much to be thankful for. Help us not to forget that you have given us everything. And Lord, that you are with us through trials and through everyday life. Lord, we ask that you help us to continue to remember all of the wonderful things that you do each day for us and for the very air that we breathe. Lord, we ask that you be with us as this year is approaching its close and we ask that you continue to lead and guide us. And we thank you and praise you for all your wonderful blessings. In your precious Holy Son's name, amen. All right, so Thanksgiving is fast approaching. In fact, it's next week. So with that, I wanted to get into the topic of Thanksgiving. Now, we all know the history of Thanksgiving. The pilgrims survived the harsh winter and thanks to the Indians' help. And so to acknowledge that fact, they celebrated with a meal together. And we still keep that tradition alive today because we're thankful that they survived so that all of us could be here today. But how should we really be spending Thanksgiving holiday? Because many people spend this Thanksgiving in eating too much food, which we discussed last week on the podcast, and watching sports, which was the week before. So they spend it in self-gratification, which is not what we should be doing at all. In fact, the Bible tells us that we should be extremely thankful for many reasons, and that we should be praising him continually. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Philippians 4, 6 says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So should we be spending this Thanksgiving day in self-gratification, doing nothing but eating ourselves to sickness and spending the time unwisely? What should we be doing instead? Well, I think that we should be spending the day going over what the Lord has done for us by prayer and praising him and recounting the past year's goodness of what the Lord has done for us. So whether it be something big or something small, recounting it all. Also reading Bible verses of thanking the Lord and praising him. You know, another good thing we could do is praise the Lord through songs. And there's also one more thing that we can be doing, but I'll get into that in a little bit. First, I want to read some more Bible verses about thanking the Lord. And you can use these when Thanksgiving comes to your family. Read them out loud over and over again. It's always good to put these verses in our mind because we want the word of the Lord hidden in our heart. So in Psalms 107.1, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. And I am so thankful that it does because he is watching out for us. He is wanting us to have every advantage so that we can be in heaven with him. And we should thank him for the knowledge that he gives us, for the life that he gives us for everything that we have today. Yes, our life may not have always been perfect, and yes, we may have had trials and difficulties, but even through those hard times, we must praise the Lord, and we must know that he is with us, watching us, and for whatever reason, he knew that we could overcome and be stronger because of the things that we have been through. He does not give us more than we are capable of handling. We must be willing to go to the Lord and seek him out in no 
no matter what the trials of our life were. And in Psalms 101 through 5, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. This is a wonderful few verses because it tells us that we need to be praising the Lord with singing and we need to enter into the gates with thanksgiving. And I remember reading somewhere that it said that we would change nothing in our lives when we enter heaven because we will see that it was because of all of the things that we endured and overcame that we are where we are today. That is how we ended up being able to enter into heaven because we overcame by the blood of the lamb and we went to the Lord and he was able to help us to overcome. And that is something we need to shout to the very rooftops. We need to let the world know what the Lord has done for us. And we also need to thank the Lord for what he's doing for us every single day, not just on Thanksgiving. Psalms 7, 17 says, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. David knew what it meant to praise the Lord. He came up with all of these Psalms and sang to the Lord all the time, praising him, making a joyful noise unto him. Singing is one of the most beautiful things that we can do to praise the Lord. And there's a beautiful quote that says that when we sing praises to the Lord, the angels sing with us. Although we cannot hear their voices, they are singing because we are praising the Lord and we praise the Lord together. And it's so awesome to know that even in the back of your mind to know that when you are singing these beautiful hymns and these scripture songs that the angels are singing right there with you and the courts of heaven are ringing. Ephesians 5.20 says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And James 1.17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. These are great verses. All of the things that we have in our life is because of God and we need to be thankful for that. Even if it means something so tiny as the meal that we're eating or as the flowers growing in the field, we need to be thankful for that as well. Because when we look out and we survey the beautiful world that we are in, even after 6,000 years of sin, it is still beautiful to look upon. And it is only because we have neglected the gift of the world and the beauty of it that it is in a bad condition that it is today. If we had taken care of it, it would still be very beautiful. And of course, the flood also reshaped the earth, but we are still blessed with such beauty all around us. And that is something we can praise the Lord for. The beautiful colors of fall and the beautiful flowers that grow in spring and the trees and the animals that come around. It's all so wonderful to know that the Lord brought this all together for us so that we can see what he is able to do and also so that we can witness how amazing the Lord is. And we should be thankful for that and praise him every single day for all that he has given to us. And Matthew 6, 25 through 34 says this, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air 
for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. This is a wonderful promise in these verses. We don't need to worry about where we'll live, or what we shall eat, or what we shall drink, because the Lord knows all these things, and he can take care of us. But we must seek the Lord first, and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto us. And we are told that we don't have to worry because the Lord has our best interest in mind and he knows what is best for us. So when the days of trouble are around us and things are going on, we can still know that the Lord is with us and that no matter what happens or where we are, that we have a better reward coming and that day is fast approaching indeed. Yes, there will be some very hard times around us and things may seem very dark indeed, but we must remember these promises that the Lord is with us and will see us through those dark days. And that is why he has given us all of these verses to tell us and to encourage us that the Lord is with us. In Isaiah 12, 1 through 6, it says, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me, and thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. The Lord is our salvation and our song, and we don't need to be afraid of the things to come. We must put our trust in him, and we are told this over and over again. We need to praise the Lord through singing, and the Lord loves it when we praise him and draw nigh to him. He wants us to know that he is there for us, and that he loves us, and we should be willing to thank him for all that he's done for us. I mean, it's pretty selfish when somebody gives you something and you don't say thank you. I mean, if anybody did that in the real world, if you gave some gift to somebody and they didn't say thank you, you would think they were rude. (laughs) We cannot expect any less to give thanks to the Lord, for he has given us much more than any other person has ever given to us. He's not only given us life, but he has given us salvation and hope for the future, which is far more exceeding than anything we could ever hope or dream of on this earth. Psalms 50, 14 says, Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Hebrews 13, 15 says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your heart 
hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Psalms 116.12 says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? All of these verses are saying the same thing, that we need to thank the Lord. And this isn't just once a year thing. We need to be thanking the Lord every day. But Thanksgiving gives us a special opportunity to tell throughout the year the special things that the Lord has done for us in our lives, whether it's big or small, like I said before. And it's a blessing to others to share what the Lord has done for you as well. It gives them encouragement to know that the Lord is looking out for us. So by you sharing your testimony and their sharing their testimony, it's very uplifting and very encouraging. And it just brings this sense of peace in your heart. Just like Lamentations 3.22 says, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. His mercy is new every single morning. We need to be thankful for all that he has done for us. And we also know that the Lord is full of compassion and he's seeking for us to come to him with all of our heart and our soul. And he wants that for us more than anything. And we should want that for ourselves too. We should want and look for that heavenly home. And there is so many verses in here that are talking about giving thanks to the Lord and shouting his name and singing unto him. And Psalms is so full of these verses and these things. David has said so many things about praising the Lord and how great the Lord is and to sing unto the Lord and to give thanks to the Lord. Some verses you can read is Psalms 136.1, also Psalms 127 verse 26. These verses are also talking about how good the Lord is. And 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. That is so beautiful. We know that the Lord is with us and we can triumph through Christ. And this is a special promise given to us. And these verses are so amazing. We should be reading these sorts of things every single day to encourage our faith, to strengthen us so that we can overcome and get through the trials that come in our daily life. And it is because we have read these things and know these things that we know that the Lord can give us the victory to overcome. And then we can praise him even more for getting us through the battle. Read Psalms 95, 1 through 6 in your own time. And it's talking about praising the Lord and making a joyful noise unto him. These are some of the verses that you can read for your thanksgiving. Another one is Psalms 31, 19. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. When we trust in the Lord, great things are promised to us. We do not need to fear. David said this in Psalms 23. And also in other Psalms, he said, you know, enemies fall at his right hand and at his left hand because he trusts in the Lord. And this is the important lesson that we need to know. Now, I want to read some quotes for you. The first one is in AH 474.2 through 475.3. And it says, our Thanksgiving is approaching. Will it be as it has been in many instances a thanksgiving to ourselves? Or will it be a thanksgiving to God? Our thanksgivings may be made seasons of great profit to our own souls, as well as to others, if we improve this opportunity to remember the poor among us. There are a hundred ways that can be devised to help the poor in so delicate a manner as to make them feel that they are doing us a favor by receiving our gifts and sympathy. We are to remember that it is more blessed to give than to receive. The attentions of our brethren are most liberal to those whom they wish to honor and whose respect they desire, but who do not need their help at all. Custom and fashion say, give to those who 
will give to you. But this is not the Bible rule of giving. The Word of God declares against this way of gratifying self in thus bestowing our gifts and saying, He that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want. Now a season is coming when we shall have our principles tested. Let us begin to think what we can do for God's needy ones. We can make them through ourselves the recipients of God's blessings. Think what widow, what orphan, what poor family you can relieve. Not in a way to make a great parade about the matter, but be as a channel through which the Lord's substance shall flow as a blessing to his poor. But this does not embrace all your duty. Make an offering to your best friend. Acknowledge his bounties. Show your gratitude for his favors. Bring a thank offering to God. Brethren and sisters, eat a plain dinner on Thanksgiving Day, and with the money you would spend in extras with which to indulge the appetite, make a thank offering to God. Let not any more Thanksgiving days be observed to please and gratify the appetite and glorify self. We have reason for coming into the courts of the Lord with offerings of gratitude that he has preserved our lives another year. If a feast is to be made, let it be for those who are in need. I think we have something to be thankful for. We ought to be glad and rejoice in God, for he has given us many mercies. We want this thanksgiving to be all that it implies. Do not let it be perverted, mingled with dross, but let it be what its name implies, giving thanks. Let our voices ascend in praise. These few paragraphs are so powerful. We need to not focus on ourselves on this day. We need to do something for those that are less fortunate, and we need to do it in a way that's not saying, oh, look at me, look at what I've done for others that are less fortunate. No, we need to be doing this because it is the right thing to do, and these people need our help. And it could be something as simple as serving them food, giving them clothes, helping them out to find a shelter. Or, you know, if you're good at making something like knitting or crocheting, you could knit them some hats and scarves, or you could donate food to a shelter, or do any one of those things by serving these families. Or you could go and sing to the nursing home, or go to the hospital and see if the hospital will let you visit and cheer up anybody that is down in spirits by reading them Bible verses and singing hymns to them. You know, there's a lot of ways that you could spend the day by being a blessing to others. You don't need to spend the day focused on yourself. We need to spend the day praising the Lord and helping those in need. And another thing we should be doing is what she said is giving a thank offering to the Lord. We need to put a special offering aside on that day to give to those less fortunate. So if you know of a good ministry that helps those orphans or those needy families by serving them food or something like that, you could donate a little offering on Thanksgiving to help that cause along so that your day isn't wasted on self-gratification. We need to give thanks to the Lord on this day, praising him, teaching our children and our friends and our family that this day is not for self, it's for giving unto others because we are more blessed when we give than when we receive. And it is so wonderful to do it. You get such happiness out of serving and by doing something for others than you will ever do by giving to yourself anything. And it brings a smile to other people's faces, which then brings a smile to your face. Because let me tell you, a lot of these nursing homes, these elderly people, they are abandoned on the holidays. Their families forget about them. And it is so sad to see their state. And by you visiting them and singing to them, it does them a world of good. They love it. They are so happy to receive that visit and to hear those songs. I've gone to the nursing home several times 
several times with a group of people and, and we've sung hymns to them and it's so neat to see these people sing with us and usually some of them aren't very active but they remember the words of the hymns and it's really something special to see them participate in it and get a blessing out of it and it brings such joy to our hearts. So here are some really great ideas of how you can spend the Thanksgiving day. In ST September 4, 1901 paragraph 14 it says, but how many offer praise and thanksgiving to God? How many by thanking the giver show that they appreciate their blessings? How many give thanks to the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light? We have redemption through his blood. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his sons. The heavenly angels are constantly engaged in serving us, bringing to us the most wonderful opportunities and blessings. Why then should we be so slow to express our thanksgiving? Whoso offereth praise glorifieth God. A fragrant atmosphere surrounds the believing, thankful soul who offers grateful praise to his heavenly Father. Let all appreciate the blessings of the Lord. We reflect bright beams of light when in the home and in the church we express our appreciation of the Lord's goodness. One of the best ways to be surrounded by the Son of Righteousness, which is Jesus, and to reflect that beam of light is when we appreciate the Lord's goodness and show that appreciation to others. And by showing true Christian heart and by sharing what you have with others, I think that is an amazing thing when we have all of these blessings and when we have the opportunity to bring cheer to somebody else. We need to be that light to the world. We need to not be so hesitant by giving thanks to the Lord. Don't let a single day go by without thanking the Lord for his blessings that he has given to you. And we need to be ever aware that these things were for our own good. And we have so many things to praise the Lord for. And that's why we shouldn't wait for a whole year to give thanks to the Lord because it would just add up to too many things. I once read a paragraph, I think it was on Facebook or something, where it said, if you only had what you thank the Lord for the day before, how much would you have in your life? And that would include your life and anything else. I mean, that's basically what's important, right? Is you breathing the air. But we often take these things for granted. If we only had what we asked for the day before and thank the Lord for the day before, many of us would be wanting in a lot of things. We wouldn't have any of the nice things that we might have now. We might not even be alive because we forgot to thank the Lord for waking us up in the morning and for being with us during the day. And that was so solemn. And it made me stop and think like, this is so true. We often do not take the time to praise the Lord and thank him for all that he does through us throughout the day. It is the simple blessings that mean so much that we take for granted. And there are so many people out there who are struggling, who don't have what we might have. And that is all the more reason to try and help those who are less fortunate than us. And also to thank the Lord for the blessings that he has bestowed upon us and see how we may be of use to others. In SPM 148.2, it says, here are lessons to learn daily in regard to offering praise and thanksgiving to God. To praise God and glorify him in the fullness and sincerity of heart is as much the duty of those who love God as is prayer. That is powerful. We are to show to all the heavenly intelligences that we appreciate their ministrations and that we are 
are expecting and waiting for the goodness and mercy and large blessings of God, never should we lose sight of his wondrous love for the fallen human family. We are under obligations to God to offer thanksgiving. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth God. After a special outpouring of his Holy Spirit, our cheerfulness, our helpfulness, our joy in the Lord will be increased by recounting his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. This will make the Christian courageous and yet simple and trustful as a little child. Read Matthew 18, 1-6. True humility will be evidenced by recounting the mercies of God. Think of his goodness and praise his name. The more we see and tell of the love and goodness and compassion of God, the more will gratitude spring up in our hearts. This will put a stop to grumbling, distrust, censoring, jealousy, and evil surmising are never cherished in a heart that is thankful because of the mercies of God. True Christian life is that of higher and still higher education. Christian must grow up to the full stature of men and women in Christ Jesus. This is the character we must form if we have the wisdom of the Lord with us. This is so powerful. And I'm saying that again because it is true. This is what Thanksgiving does to our, our life. This is what we need. It gets distrust out of our lives. It gets jealousy, evil surmising, and grumbling. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, the Bible says, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. That's in Proverbs 17:22. So a merry heart does us so good. When we are thankful to the Lord, it does all of these wonderful things to us and for us. And that is why we must think of his goodness and praise the Lord. And because of that, it brings courageousness and simple trust to our hearts and brings us cheerfulness. People don't want to be around a grump. They want to be around somebody who has that light inside of them. They are drawn to somebody who is cheerful in presence and they want to be around that person, which is a very good example of what Christ does in our life. So by being thankful and by being this cheerful person, it makes people want to know how you got that in your life and how they can get it in their life. Gratitude is so wonderful and we often don't realize what it can do for our spirits. That is why people fall into depression is because they always focus on woe is me, I think, a lot of them. And they don't focus on what the Lord can do for them. They are digging themselves deeper and deeper into the quicksand. And the more they focus on the trials and the tribulations of their life, the more hopeless it seems to them. When if they put their trust and reliance on the Lord and thanked him for the blessings and were cheerful even through the trials and were praising his name even through the hard times, it would make a world of difference. We must praise him through anything, which is exactly what RH November 1, 1881 paragraph 14 says. When difficulties and trials surround us, we should flee to God and confidently expect help from him who is mighty to save and strong to deliver. We must ask for God's blessings if we would receive it. Prayer is a duty and a necessity, but do we not neglect praise? Should we not oftener render thanksgiving to the giver of all our blessings? We need to cultivate gratitude. We should frequently contemplate and recount the mercies of God and laud and glorify his holy name, even when we are passing through sorrow and affliction. This is exactly what I was just saying. We need to praise him through the storms as well as when it's sunshine. And the Lord will be with us and it will help us through those dark times a lot better than being miserable about it. It does us no good to wallow in misery. Misery 
loves company and it just brings you further down. This is why we are given these precious promises in the Bible. This is why we are given these words of comfort to know that we don't have to stay in this sad state of mind. We can be brought up higher and nobler. And it is a wonderful thing to know that the Lord is with us and wants us to overcome all these things and to be with him in heaven and has done so much for us. And through this Thanksgiving and through these holidays, we need to remember that it's not about us. It's about helping others and it's about praising the Lord and thanking him for what he has done for us. And that is something we all need to remember. And now I would like to sing this song. And there's so many songs that we could sing on this day, but this one was especially special to me. I love this song and I think it fits well with what we were talking about. And I know a lot of them would fit well with this one, but I chose this one because I really like it. It's holy, holy is what the angels sing. There is singing up in heaven such as we have never known. Where the angels sing the praises of the Lamb upon the throne. Their sweet harps are ever tuneful and their voices always clear. Oh, that we might be more like them while we serve the Master here. Holy, holy what the angels sing and I expect to help them make the chords of heaven ring but when I sing redemption story they will fold their wings for angels never felt the joys that our salvation brings but I hear another anthem blending voices clear and strong unto him who hath redeemed us and hath brought us is the song we have come through tribulation to this land so fair and bright in the fountain freely flowing he hath made our garments white holy holy is what the angels sing and i expect to help them make the chords of heaven ring but when i sing redemption story they will fold their wings for angels never felt the joys that our salvation brings then the angels stand and listen for they cannot join the song like the sound of many waters by that happy blood-washed throng for they sing about great trials battles fought and victories won and they praise their great redeemer who has said to them well done holy holy is what the angels sing and i expect to help them make the chords of heaven ring but when i sing redemption story angels fold their wings for angels never felt the joys that our salvation brings so although i'm not an angel yet i know that over there i will join a blessed chorus that the angels cannot share i will sing about my savior who upon dark calvary freely pardoned my transgressions died to set a sinner free holy holy is what the angels sing and i expect to help them make the chords of heaven ring but when i sing redemption 
redemption story. They will fold their wings, for angels never felt the joys that our salvation brings. Amen. And I do want to sing holy, holy and praise to the Lord with the angels in heaven. And I hope you do as well. So remember that we need to show our thanksgiving through song, through prayer, through all of the things mentioned here in this podcast. And once you have known this truth, remember to share it with others because sharing is caring. And we want to be a light to the world through this darkness. And remember what it says in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven so with all of this being said let your light so shine so that you are a star witness for the lord